Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm Paul MacDonald alongside Kev Nalen and Deepak Gohill. Good evening, guys. Good evening, everyone. Uh, we are heading into week 11 of the NFL season, the 49ers' 10th game, back at Levi Stadium after what was um, an interesting performance um, against the Arizona Cardinals. Last weekend, the 49ers are back home to take on the New England Patriots. Tom Brady et al. are heading into San Francisco. We're going to take a look at that game now, see what we think might happen. Uh, We've also got the pick six coming up, um, a review of the pick six and how everybody's going in it so far. That's coming up with Kev very shortly. But 49ers, New England Patriots. Uh, news coming out straight away is that Rob Gronkowski is out for this game and Tory Smith has yet to train after last weekend's games. Can either of those have an impact in how this game goes, Kev? Any team having to play and not face Gronk, yeah. that's always got to be a bonus. Um, Tory Smith <laughs> nah. makes absolutely no difference to yeah. anything ever. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't though. You know, we were saying in the in the last show that Vance McDonald's had a hand transplant. Do you think he got them from? Tor- Do you think he's just swapped them with Tory Smith? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tor- Tory Smith's hand issue is catching or something. I don't know. I mean, we're spared, and Gronk is gonna. He's a lights out player. Um, they they will miss him. The question is, will they need him? Or will they indeed miss him? You know, is it going to be a close game? Is it not going to be a close game? Uh, but Brady's smart, okay? Even when he wasn't playing, Belichick had that Patriots team playing to a system and uh, forgot the name of the kid who stepped in for him. He, he had a, a really weird name. Something Grappolo? Grappolopolopolo. Poplopolo. <laughs> I, I don't know, but he, um, he more than held his own. And... Uh, and I think Belichick has developed a system there where, you know, almost literally anybody can walk in and carry on from where the last guy left off, you know. Mm. Uh, Gronk, they probably won't need him. But for us, Torrey Smith, yeah, I mean, like like Kev said, no, we're not going to miss him because he's, he's conspicuous by his absence mostly. But saying that, uh, such a times that he's actually one of our weapons. And we don't have him. Yeah, so he's he's supposed to be our deep threat. The only problem is we don't really go deep. No, I think we I think I think we saw in the last game that Kaepernick sort of played with the idea of going deep a few times and and with success as well. So maybe with the the confidence garnered from the last game, we could see further development in that in this game against the Patriots. Maybe Kaepernick prefers to throw deeper to Curly. Curly Curly has been very much a main target, hasn't he? Not just for Kaepernick. Gabbard had him as a a preferred target as well. He did indeed. You know, the thing with Smith is, even when he gets the separation and he gets deep, he he doesn't catch the catchable ball, you know. Yeah. And and that's a a lot of other variables before can he actually catch the ball. He's got to get deep. He's got to get open. He's got to get separation. He does all that and then he doesn't catch the ball. You know, and to be fair, sometimes it's a poorly thrown ball, but, you know, a receiver has to be able to adjust. And I think it's probably not long before we see the end of that guy, Troy Smith. Uh, I think he'll, he'll, be, um, he'll be gone. Mm. 
the last time the 49ers and the New England Patriots met, it was four years ago, give or take a few days. Um, San Francisco won in Gillette Stadium 41-34. The last time they played in San Francisco, it was at Candlestick, and that was way back in 2008, but that was a win for the New England Patriots. Um, do we think that we're going to have the same sort of success with clock management and with progressing the drives as we did against the Arizona Cardinals? Or are we are we going to hit that brick wall again against the New England Patriots? Well, firstly, I think we need to respect who we're playing. We're playing the New England Patriots, who are likely to be in the AFC Championship game this year. I'd be very surprised if they weren't. And I think the type of game that they'll play, they're, they're a very well-prepared team. You know, they do a, the coaches do a lot of groundwork on their oppositions, steal film if necessary, deflate footballs, whatever it takes. I didn't say that. But whatever it takes, they're going to they're gonna do. They're going to be prepared, and they will know how to beat us. And I think um, they're going to systematically go about doing it the right way. And they were playing against Seattle the other night. I, was, I watched a little bit of that, and it was like um, they were trying to suss out what Seattle were going to do you know, with the first few drives. But I think against us, they sort of know what they're going to get right from the start. Mm. But they are a very well-prepared team. They're going to be extremely difficult to beat. They, they already have a, a record against us with the likes of yards gained in that. Um, and we've, we've had a problem with gaining yards through the nine games that we've had this season. Hopefully... As, as, as we've already said, confidence from the last game will carry over to this game. If we can at least sustain drives and if we can give the defence that time off the field to, to recover between defensive drives or between, you know, between New England Patriots offensive drives, we could actually see some progress in this game. And we're playing at home too, which is nice, you know, to take to carry that momentum from the Arizona game forward. It's a home game. Yeah. And hopefully it's not too... Well, actually, this is quite a hot time of year in the Bay Area. Hopefully they won't get uh, scorched in those seats at Levi's. But, you know, m- maybe the fans could make a difference for this. It's, I mean, you, if you're going to play New England, you want to be playing them at home, not away. So, uh, you know, that's that's one little battle that we've, we've got in our favour. One little thing going right for us is that we are actually at home yeah i want to recap with you um on a question that i asked both of you in the last show and that was what to do with kaepernick after this game after the game against the new england patriots um and it was whether to bench kaepernick because no matter what he won't have beaten gabbard's record whether to go to ponder whether to go back to blaine gabbard whatever I added that as a, a poll to our Facebook group and the results were quite interesting actually. Um, out of all the respondents, the overall majority have actually said the season's already over, leave Kaepernick in to finish the season off. Don't bother bringing Ponder in, don't bother bringing Gabbert in. Um, um, second was bench, Ka- bench Kaepernick and give Ponder five games. Uh, but you, you, you're talking almost double the number of votes were saying just leave Kaepernick in to play the rest of the season. We're done anyway. We've got nothing to lose. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I don't think um, 
it's quite a popular choice, you know, and Kaepernick is a very popular player on the team. But it's not necessarily a bad shout just to let him play out the season because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter, Paul. You know who 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 plays out the season. The fact is, we are literally just playing out the season. I think what would give us more value is if we had an indication of are either of those three going to be here next season, and if so, will either of those three play any significant role in either grooming a new quarterback or or being the quarterback that's going to be in charge of the huddle whilst we rebuild so you know it largely it doesn't matter to me anyway in, in my opinion whether Kaepernick sees out the season or not I think yeah for his sake you know he, he's had it pretty crappy from everywhere really and and I've never really been too complimentary to him but I think um, for the sake of his own career Worst case scenario, at least it puts him in a shop window if he decides he doesn't want to stay here. And if he does want to stay here, then it's an opportunity for him to continue, you know, learning the game. And uh, and I said that quite deliberately, learning the game, because I'm not sold on on how how well he reads film and does the X's mm, and O's mm. part. That you know, it it it's they're all components of actually getting better and improving. So um, and and if it helps him do that fantastic if it helps him to get a we can get a little bit more from him in the market then that's fantastic mm. so you, you can see why people didn't just say yeah let cap play out the season just because they like Kaepernick I think there's a real benefit for the club as well as the player in letting him play out in that poll I actually voted not to, not for him to stay I, I should have voted the other way I should have voted for Kaepernick to see out the season but it you know in terms of this season, it doesn't really matter who's under centre. You know, it really yeah. doesn't. Yeah. You make a good point. Um, Kaepernick restructured his contract, didn't he, before or part way through this season, um, which is why we, uh, why some people believe he didn't have the starting position straight away because the 49ers wanted him to change his contract, remove a lot of the guaranteed money. But the, the story is that one of the one of the t- clauses that replaced that was that he could walk away from the team at the end of the season. If that's the case, it, it is quite likely, isn't it, that the 49ers will leave him in, let him increase his own value, because even though he can walk away from the 49ers, he is still on the contract, so the 49ers would be looking to get something back for him, yeah. and they need to maximise that as much as possible. Well, if he's improving and he also decides he doesn't want to stay, then naturally it's in our interest to get as much compensation as we can, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if he wants to stay or not, you know. It's hard. It's really hard to tell. I have to say, I have to say that um, I'm very proud of the fact that the group voted more in favour of going to the Winchester, having a pint and waiting for all this to blow over <laughs> than voted for benching Kaepernick and putting Gabbert back in. So thank you very much to Andrew Eiffold, Andrew Mitchell and Kev McCready for voting to go to the Winchester rather than putting Gabbert back in. <laughs> proud proud of the three of you. But, you know, all, all it takes is one car crash game from Kaepernick and yes. it's almost back to square one again, you know, so... That's it, isn't it? You know, although he's not had a win, he's progressed game on game through the four that he's played so far. As you say, Deepak, if this game is a car crash game and we are blown out of the water, 
His his career is basically on a knife edge now, isn't it, Kaepernick? Yeah, but again, I think that's a little bit unfair, and I'm pouring out a lot of love to the CK7 here tonight because a lot of teams are going to get the living hell kicked out of them by the Patriots, so probably not a good benchmark game. But having said that, look at the games where he has been under centre. Those were all winnable games. They weren't difficult games. They were against fellow strugglers and really bottom third type teams, so... Mm. We should have seen um, maybe one, maybe even two wins in all of those. But if you know, if we get beaten badly against New England, I think it would be a little bit unfair to put that on cap. But it's purely because the Patriots are going to do that to a lot of teams. It doesn't necessarily mean that their starting quarterback is is responsible for it, you know. And mm. again, our defense is going to have a difficult time against Tom Brady. This guy is. They should just induct him into the Hall of Fame now, you know, while he's still playing, because he's definitely going to be in there. Tom Brady on one plinth, squishy football on the next plinth. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we'll have one of those little plaques, shall we? <laughs> Do you know what? I've got to be careful what I say about the Patriots, because one of our group members is my my little sister, Angie Jeffrey from Indiana. She's a big Patriots fan, and uh, I, I said I would give her a shout-out on the show so I've got to be really careful what I say about the Patriots, otherwise I might get an earful from her. So uh, I'm being really, really super nice to the Patriots, just for Angie. Okay, Angie, thank you for listening to the show. Deepak's been super, super nice to you because he's your friend and you're a, a New England Patriots fan. Me and Kev don't know you. Kev, let's go for it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> My work is done here. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, is there, is there anything else that you want to bring up with regards to this game specifically before we take a look at the pick six? Just put the amount of effort in that they put in last week. That's all we really want to see and mm. we want to expect. We don't just want to see them yeah. phoning it in. Because we're already seeing a couple of other teams there phoning performances in. And really we need to show that bit of fight and that bit of pride to try and make games competitive where we're not expected to win and there's a couple of games still this season we can get wins in so actually playing as hard and trying as much as possible will help us when we get to those games later in the season so there you go that's the secret to our success then try hard which let's face it for for a large portion of this season, we've you know we we've accused the 49ers of not really trying hard. The offense constantly going three and out and destroying the defense's time on the field. The everything did kind of come together, didn't it, in the game against Arizona? And like you say, if we can transfer that forward, and if they can play with as much pride, as much determination as they did in that game. Who knows what could happen in this game? The the footballing gods have a twisted sense of humour sometimes. That's 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 what will win the fans over, Paul. Is not if we that we lose, but if we actually lose, giving a damn and doing our best because that's something that's been missing. So it, whilst we have been losing games, there's always been that undercurrent, that little unpleasant feeling that they actually don't really care less, you know. So it would be nice if if they left everything on the field. Did their best. And you know what? If you lose, then you lose. It's okay. That's the only way you can excuse losing in this league. But I think the fans deserve to see that little bit of pride in the players that they're actually representing this club and this organisation that everybody loves so much. And that's really all the players 
we, we could demand of them is just play like you care, you know, just like you said. And the other thing, keep Jim O'Neill <laughs> yes. in the boot and yes. off the sidelines. But actually, they have jail cells at the bottom of Levi Stadium. They could just leave him in there and forget about it. <laughs> well, something that we care about deeply, <laughs> it's time for the pick six. Okay. And speaking of professional performances, we had a entire pick six last that? week. Cat. Cat Victorino. Yes. Well done, Cat. Well, she's yeah. always she's always wanted a pick six, hasn't she? <laughs> and it and it yeah. was a solo and it was a solo pick six as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Only our third of the season. Um elsewhere, Deepak, you got four, Paul got three, Brian got two, I got one. Oh, I think my one was in the the first pick of the. You were, you were saved weekend, from the bagel. So. Yeah, I ju- I I I'd just like to add this. I would have got five. If I hadn't <laughs> listened to you lot. Yeah, but Deepak, don't you feel good about yourself having picked the 49ers? Yeah, I feel great. If you, if you'd have, if you'd have picked the Arizona Cardinals, and the Cardinals won, you would have felt unclean. Um. Yeah, I would have. You would <laughs> see. We know you better than you know yourself. I know, Kev, have I know. you have you got the pick six stuff up in front of you at the moment? I have. Can you tell me how many weeks on the run I've scored three? It feels like forever. Okay, let's have a quick look. <laughs> this, is, this is research on the go, guys. This is what you call a professional show. It is indeed, yes. <laughs> so, actually, that's five weeks on the trot. You've scored three now, Paul. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and change it this week. You watch, I'll get that, two. That's a model of consistency. <laughs> yes. After you started the first five weeks of the season in a pattern of four two four two four, you then flatlined at three since then. I am perfectly average. That's oh, what we're going. Might be stretching it, but <laughs> getting three for five weeks on the trot is not a bad return. When you when you think about it, it's pretty steady. It's good. I I take that. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> it's, um, we'll see what happens this week. I see if I get another three. You watch. So overall, uh, David Foster and Mark Leon are on Lion are on thirty-seven. There are four people chasing them down on thirty-five. Brian's on thirty-two. Paul's on thirty-one. Deepak's on thirty, and I am on a massive twenty-two. Um, I think I'm plodding along about one a week at the moment. So. You're just waiting for the golden nail and the wild card yes. of all wild cards, and then you'll be like, bam. Yes. Yeah, which I think I've already ruined by getting a, a tie correct earlier in the season. You did. That takes some going. <laughs> okay, so week 11's um, choices are all in. Uh, we have, in the uh, early games, we've got the Titans at the Colts. Bills at the Bengals, Cardinals at the Vikings, Dolphins at the Rams in the later start, Patriots 49ers and Eagles at Seahawks. Oh, some nice matchups there. Yeah. So we um, game one, uh, the Titans at the Colts. Paul. Mm, Titans at the Colts so it's in Indianapolis. Tennessee, did they win at the weekend? Yeah, they and... uh, destroyed Green Bay. They did. That's right. Yes. Yeah, um, them. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee on the road. Okay, Deepak? Mm, Indianapolis and Tennessee, the irrelevant ball. Uh, God, how do you call this? Um, blah. 
Yeah, well, you call it the no-one-cares game, really. I mean, I don't know any Colts fans. I don't know a single Titans fan either. You know what? I'm going to give the nod to Tennessee only because of the way their man handled Green Bay. But that said, India at home and the crowd's kind of rowdy. You know what? Sod it. I'm going to go for Indianapolis. You are flip-flopping all over the place, aren't you, Deepak? <laughs> it's Frank Gore. The Frank Gore factor. Wanted to ah. So you'll both be pleased to know that I picked this one as the tie. Ah, okay. <laughs> because as Deepak said, it's the irrelevant bowl. Nobody yeah, gives bulky. it. Uh, <laughs> <bulky>. And that, <laughs> that includes the players. So that's a, that's going to be my tie of the week. Get it out of the way early. So game two, the um, the Bills at the Bengals. And I've had to do my best three times I've said that not to say the Bungles. <laughs> uh, Deepak. Bills against the Bengals um, in Cincinnati. I think they're a little too strong for Buffalo. I'm going to go with, uh, with the Bengals. Paul? They're both on similar records, both in third place in their respective divisions. Um, I think I'm going to go with Deepak, give home field advantage to the Bengals, just. So you'll both be pleased to know I've gone for the Bills. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because the Bengals are going through a stage of finding new ways to lose games again. (laughs) I know how that feels. After dropping one by a point on, uh, on the Monday night game. We know how that works, boys. Let's not throw yeah. stones because we live in glass houses. Mm, we do at the moment. Well, I did, but all the windows are gone now. So. <laughs> Game three, Cardinals at the Vikings, Paul. Mm, the Cardinals didn't really play all that great against us. And they've not had the greatest of seasons at all. Um, what's the Vikings record at the moment? They're 5-4. and They're 5-4. Having four. started 5-0, and oh, they've lost their last four. That, that that makes it an interesting matchup, doesn't it? Actually, um, ooh, but it's in Minnesota. Oh, now I think Minnesota will snap their streak and they'll get the win at home. Okay, Deepak. I'm going with Arizona. I think um, they want to win the division clearly, and I, I think it's a winnable game for them. Minnesota have sort of fizzled out, haven't they? They started very very strongly and then they've just sort of petered into nothingness. Now I'm going to go with Cardinals on this. Okay, so. You'll notice an ongoing theme for the rest of these games of me picking against our divisional rivals. So I'm going to go for the Vikings here. I hope you're right. Not that it affects us one way or another. <laughs> right. Game four, Dolphins at the Rams. Deepak. Oof. Um, I think I'm going to go with the, with the Dolphins. Is it, it? Where is it? Is it in Miami? It's in LA. No, it's in LA. Uh, yeah, still going to go with the Dolphins. Paul? I've got to agree, Dolphins on the road. Um, I think the Rams are still a bit of a mess. Uh, Dolphins win. That makes all three of us for the Dolphins then. Despite the fact that if the Rams can fail to score a touchdown, they've got a better chance of winning the game than they have if they do. (laughs) (laughs) That's a stat and a half, isn't Uh, it? That's a wicked stat. That's killer, man. Yeah, so they're 2-1 and in games where they haven't scored a touchdown this season. (laughs) It's just bonkers, yeah. Game five is our game. Patriots at the 49ers. Paul. 49ers, home win, home field advantage. I don't care whether New England are the stronger team. After last week's performance, I've I've got to believe that the 49ers are energised and motivated into believing that they can, if not win a game, they can compete. 
And if they compete, if they can have their share of the football on the field, as I said earlier in the show, the footballing gods may just smile on us because God knows they've been laughing at us for the last nine games. So 49ers win. Deepak. Deepak picks the 49ers. Move on. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul have, you, have you turned off that red light bulb in your studio now? <laughs> because I am going to go with the Patriots. Otherwise, Angie will kill me. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I don't think we have enough against a team that's quite likely going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> I, I... On next week's show, ladies and gentlemen, Deepak will be suspiciously missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going with the Patriots, and you lot can't can't do a damn thing about it this time. Even I'm not that loopy. <laughs> right, Graham, our editor, can do lots about it. <laughs> yeah, Deepak, can you just say the word 49ers for us, please? <laughs> 49ers. I bleed red and gold, but my God, I don't think we're going to beat New England, mate. Come on. Right. There you go, Graham. There's the word to edit it back in. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going with the 49ers. Oh, God. Uh, now, mainly, there's a man of faith. No, mainly because it's obvious in the pick six so far this season, I've got a mental illness. So, <laughs> I'll carry that on. On to the last of the six games. The Eagles at the Seahawks. Oh, oh gosh, this is going to be an interesting game. The Dirty Birds playing against each other. I think if it was in Philadelphia, I would have actually given them the nudge to win. But I think in Seattle, they're virtually unstoppable. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. <clears throat> Bulky. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Seattle. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Here's an interesting thing. The NFC, least as it was has got to now be one of the strongest divisions in the NFL. The Eagles are bottom of their division with a record of 5-4. and four. That is enough to be in second place in the NFC West right now. Um, Seattle is 6-2 leading ours. I cannot pick Seattle just because they're Seattle. I have more pride in my picks than the points are of importance to me. So Philadelphia win for no other reason than I can't pick Seattle. Which is exactly the reason why I've gone for the Eagles as well, and it's the reason why you're doomed, Paul. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I, I've, I've long, long accepted that I'm doomed. That's not a problem. Uh, you're especially doomed because four of your six picks are the same as mine. Yeah, so I'm getting two this week, basically, aren't I? Paul, you've got one easy pick if you change your mind, mate, and you know it's true. I am not picking Seattle to win. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. It's not ne- never going to happen, Deepak. Never going to happen. I'm not going to go sort of red and gold and all that and all the bleeding stuff. And no, <laughs> but yeah, not happening. What bleeding stuff? You mean riding? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Well, there's old, our... old and bold and got a cold. And riding. Do you know what? Dead and old. Yeah. <laughs> I have got a cold coming on and all as well. Felt my throat going before. So next week's show might sound really, really interesting. Um, that is it for our pick sixes. Please make sure that you get your pick sixes in nice and early for Kev and for Andrew because it's a lot of work for them to collate all of this information into their spreadsheets and everything that they do to work out the scores. And please, if you can, make sure that you use the proper names for the teams as described in the details on the thread. It helps them out. Otherwise, unfortunately, it's going to be a position from now on where if you use the wrong name, 
the pick just doesn't go in, so you may miss out on points there. Much like Deepak has by spelling the 49ers, P-A-T-R-I-O-T-S. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> See, so... And I've hang, on, the, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is it too late to change my mind? No, it's not. Oh, that's all right, because I'm not going to change it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Deepak, you've got until kickoff on Sunday to change your mind. <laughs> Can you give me a, no? Do you know what I was going to say? Give me until half time, but we we usually competitive until the third quarter, and <laughs> then it sort of all goes to hell after the end of the third quarter. Uh, yeah, now I'm going to stay with this one. I think. Okay, everybody, when you're listening to the show, please post Deepak private messages telling him that he needs to change his pick to the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we are going to get this one done. All right, that is it for the show. Thanks very much to Audio Nautics for the music. Thanks to Rob Newell, James Little, Mark Lyon, Kev Nalen, Andrew Mitchell, Kavik Drino, Gavin Sutton, and Graham Ross for all the work they do on the group and on the show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Frequency Forty Nine, and on Facebook, search the Frequency Forty Nine Show. It is time to say goodbye, boys. Bye, everyone. Bye, boys. On behalf of Kev Nalen and Deepak Gohill, I've been Paul MacDonald, you've been the audience, and this has been the Frequency 49 Show. Bye for now.